Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And hello and welcome and thank you as always for joining us. We're uh, delighted to be here with you as always on uh, Saturday here in Los Angeles if you're listening live. And if you're not listening live, we're glad you're here anyway. Uh, have a great uh, how, where they? Wait a minute, how are they listening? <laughs> uh, they're listening live or they're listening well, they're from live someplace beyond. They're... Maybe they're listening exactly. from the beyond. Some... Right, beyond. Yeah. The beyond. The uh, internet reaches everywhere. <laughs> it does. <laughs> We've got a great show for you today. got three great guests for you. Just a second, we're going to be talking to actually to a, a good friend of mine who's got uh, not only an interesting background, but uh, we're going to talk about the new Nissan Leaf, the all-electric car, which he uh, actually purchased. 1230, we're going to find all out about the Nintendo 3DS, a, a device I was prepared not to like and ended up really liking it. And Is Marcia, that the one that they claim makes you car sick? Um, we'll talk about that a little bit because I, I have to say I played it and it, I had a little bit of an issue with it, but it's all 3D without glasses and it, and it works really well. So uh, we'll talk about that. And then you have a guest at one o'clock. I have Rick Calvert from Blog World who's going to make some interesting announcements about new things in the social media world. Cool. Uh, also, uh, if we have time, I'll talk about the playbook, which I had a chance to review this week from Blackberry and lots of other stuff going on by oh, the week. Oh, and Mark? Yes, Marcia. Did you by any chance check our ratings? I did. How were they? Oh, I should wait. Let me rephrase that. No, I didn't. How were they? <laughs> um, in March of this year, yep. we topped our record and we're at 66,318 listeners, and that's downloads. That doesn't include live listeners like those of you listening on TuneIn Radio and the other apps. We really appreciate the growth and love it, and thank you all for listening. Yeah, really cool stuff. And uh, we also have, uh, I want to thank a couple, and I'll, and I'll find their names later, a couple of listeners who we asked them to go on on the iTunes site and rate our show. And a couple of the, those of you who did, although I have to say that we should have had 65,000 ratings by now. But that's okay. You know what? If you want to go in and, and tell us how you like the show, we'd love you to do that. Uh, okay, let us get to our guest. And this is uh, uh, Tom and his wife, Linda Zampitas, are uh, friends of mine. And we were talking the other day. Tom, are you there? I am indeed. Okay, well, hey, great. Tom, I'm dying to hear about the leaf. Yeah, I have to tell you, uh, by way of a little bit of background, uh, Tom has had, <laughs> Tom is an interesting guy, and I didn't know some of the things that he had actually done. Uh, at one time, uh, he was the chief engineer of WRLB Radio in Long Branch, New Jersey, and Tom, apparently you were Tommy Metro, the weather guy. You were a sidekick to the station's all-night disc jockey, which sounds like my incredible start to my career at KHJ here in Los Angeles, where I worked the news midnight till 9 o'clock in the morning because I was so Yeah, important. actually, I was the very campy weather guy because we played it very much tongue-in-cheek. Uh, well, I, I want to talk about, you have a, a weather site also that I want to talk about. And then uh, Tom has had a long career in movies and television. Uh, at video, you know, uh, Tom, explain to us, you're kind of behind the scenes in video, but you produce all that stuff that's really cool what, that we see in TV and videos. Yeah, basically, uh, I'm behind the scenes. I take care of all the technology, the video engineering, and everything that goes into uh, the production of uh, television and then feature film projects, uh, things like that, from from cameras to monitoring systems to you know post all. Basically, everything on the other side of the camera. He's a smart guy. Marsha, yeah. he, he really knows stuff. Um, he he and, knows big stuff. Got it. Okay, so Tom, um, t- uh, Tom 
well, it's been a number of months now, went out and bought, well, you're the first one I know that went out and actually bought the Nissan Leaf, which is the all-electric car. So tell us, how does the car work? Give us your impressions of it. Okay, I, I actually reserved it when the reservations first opened up, which was April 20th of last year. And uh, we were actually able to then order them about September 1st. And actually took uh, deli- delivery right around uh, March 1st, and I have about uh, a little less than 2,500 miles on it now. And um, I was also part of what's known as the uh, the EV project, which is a federal uh, grant to install uh, charging systems in people's houses for free. So I was able to uh, to do that. So they installed the 240 uh, volt charger, and um, absolutely loved the car. Um, we actually decided to keep our other uh, car, which was a BMW, for a little bit first because we weren't sure how it was going to work out. But within three or four weeks, I knew it was perfect. And in fact, I have since sold it. So I've been very, 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 very happy with it. It's done everything I wanted and more. Like like every other vehicle, it you know has a few things that you say, well, I wish they'd done differently. But I'd say 99.7% completely satisfied and happy with it, and it's an amazing driving experience. Unlike anything else I've ever had, and I, you know I've had BMWs and sports cars and Porsches and what have you, and this kind of like has a synergy with the driver that none of those did. And so tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I think the one thing that worries everybody uh, about driving electric cars is how do you go a long distance in it? Well, there, there, there's a number of options. First of all, quite frankly, it gives you so many prompts. If you were to run the battery flat, you simply would just have to be not paying any attention at all because it, it displays a bar graph of the state of charge, and there's 12 bars, 12 being fully charged and none being empty. There's a digital display that approximates how far you can drive based on driving conditions and speed and, and hills and things like that. There's a low battery alert. There's a really low battery alert. And then if you ignore all those, there's something called turtle mode. <laughs> and basically what that is for the last oh, three to five miles or so, it essentially limits the speed. The acceleration shuts down everything and says, okay, fine, you want to play this game? I'll get you somewhere safe. Then you're on your own. Uh, okay, so you can go, again, you can go how far on this? Uh, figure 100 miles on average. And what do you do? I mean, if this is the only car that you own, what do you do when you want to drive to Las Vegas? Well, we have another uh, regular uh, car as well, so that's not an issue here. But if you wanted to drive to Vegas right now, it probably wouldn't be practical. Okay. Um, there's charging stations being put in all over. Um, some which are known as level two, which can charge it from zero to 100% in about seven hours. And then they're going to be putting in what's known as quick charge stations, which basically can charge up to about 90% in 20 minutes. And that infrastructure is going in. They're, they're putting them in all over. And as a matter of fact, the, uh, the nav system in the LEAF is constantly updated in real time uh, via radio link with charging stations. And, and I keep seeing new ones being populated all the time on mine. So eventually, there should be enough charging stations. If you wanted to do that, you can. But, you know, it's an early adopter, and they're still putting the infrastructure in place, so that that is a small consideration. Okay, now, I have a question. Go ahead, Marsha. Oh, sorry. That's right. I have a question. Okay, so do they charge you when you charge at these charging stations? Uh, so far, no. And how has your electric bill, because, you know, in Southern California, we pay 60% more than the rest of the country. Well, I'm, I'm on LADWP for one thing, so my rates are generally lower than most everyone else in California, for example. You know. I'm on DWP, and I wish I could get those low rates. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a couple things that they, they uh, will do for you. Um, first of all, you can uh, put in a time-of-use meter and charge the car at night, 
and they give you a dramatically reduced rate for charging your vehicle. Hmm. And they bill that on a separate meter. Um, and as a matter of fact, the LADWP just announced a program starting May 1st where they will uh, rebate up to $2,000 for the cost of installing a charger and a meter for anyone who buys an electric vehicle. Now, so, Tom, since we're worldwide, is this, uh, is this kind of program going around around the country, or is this a pilot case for Los Angeles? Um, there, there are about uh, currently, uh, if, I think if I'm correct, uh, 13 states that were the rollout states uh, for the vehicle in the U.S. However, it's uh, been selling in Japan uh, now for quite some time. They've sold well over 5,000 in Japan. It's available in Europe. Um, it's available in England uh, so and Canada. So it, it, they're looking at it as a worldwide car. Well, now, it's interesting. Told, uh, be, oh, I, we were just talking about sales, and I wanted to add this in. Um, I was on Autoblog Green, mm-hmm. and they gave actual fi- sales figures for March, and they had in the U.S., Nissan Leaf 173 Volt 928, and then worldwide sales, the Nissan Leaf had 3657 versus the Volt of 928. And it says, by the end of February, Nissan had tallied 3,484 Leaf sales in Japan, according to the Japan Automobile Dealers Association, and 173 here in the States. That would probably be about right for, for that period. I, I know in the, in the last month or so... Um uh, deliveries have have increased rather uh, dramatically here in the in the U.S. I think last figure I saw as of uh, like a week or so ago, they were somewhere up around uh, a little over a thousand here, and something like 5,300 in, in Japan. When it, when it will really hit hit big time is they're building a very large battery plant and leaf construction plant in Tennessee, um, a mammoth facility which is supposed to come online toward the end of 2012. And at that point, they expect to be able to produce hundreds of thousands of these a year. All right. So you you told me something that I was just blown away by, Marcia. With gas being upwards of four four fifty a gallon now, depending upon where you go. Certainly here in California and, and, and other places, maybe a little less and a little more in, in certain areas. But how many miles to the gallon are you getting? And you included the cost of the electricity. Yeah, if you include what the electricity costs where, where I am, and obviously that's going to vary for different people, and, and what gasoline currently costs and, and crunch the numbers, and an electric car, instead of miles per gallon, we talk about miles per kilowatt hour. Um, it works out to an equivalent of about 225 miles per gallon for what I'm doing. Did you get that, Marcia? Uh-huh. 225 miles per gallon. I got it. I was riding with somebody in a Prius when I was in Dallas, when I was visiting FedEx, and I'm looking at their miles per gallon. It was all very impressive, very, very impressive. I, it's, it really is pretty wild when you think about uh and I didn't realize... Yeah, Tom, but I that, still have my lead foot, and I'm afraid they're going to carry me out wanting to accelerate really fast. Uh, well, they, they thought of that. They, they have a second drive mode called, called uh, Eco Mode, ECO. And basically what that does is for the, about the first half of the travel accelerator or what have you, it feathers it very much to prevent you from doing exactly that. <laughs> Wait, hold that thought, Tom. We're going to take Wait, a break. Yeah. Because, okay. uh, Quick break. I, I want to ask you about how long does the battery last, how much are they to replace, okay. uh, you know, stuff like that. And then, and again, how, how fast, like Marcia and, and me too, I have to say, how quickly can I step on it and get from zero to 60? So uh, lots of stuff. We are interested in those freaky people that like to uh, put our foot on the Yeah, uh, I, I like that 500 horsepower. I'm a heavy foot <laughs> driver too, so I'll be happy to talk about All it. All right, and we'll talk okay. about your weather 
other station, too, which I think is very cool. Uh, don't go away. we got a great show ahead for you. If you want to call us, 877-474-3302. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to wsradio.com forward slash barter. That's wsradio.com forward slash barter. Love to read but just don't have the time? With audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com 
Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you want to call us, we're 877-474-3302. We're talking to a friend of mine, Tom Zapitas, who actually bought the uh, new Nissan Leaf. Uh, uh, Tom was also a uh, radio engineer, television, movie, video work, and also works with the Coast Guard, which I want to uh, talk a little bit about, an avid boater. So, uh, all right, Tom, I step on the, the I'm at the, uh, next to the Corvette, sitting at the line. I step on the gas. Am I going to beat the Corvette off the line? Uh, you probably will, because the main reason why is electric motors, unlike gasoline engines, have full torque at zero RPM. Uh-huh. So when you step on that pedal, basically, it's giving you everything it's got right off the line. And uh, I've surprised people. I put people in it. You know, I sit in here, it's a light, and the light turns green, and I just kind of floor it. And it literally will throw you back against the seat. There's so much <laughs> torque. There you go, Marsha. Yeah. Uh, Mark, uh, I'll, I'll be a believer as soon as I see one in your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, do they come with racing stripes? Because I'm going uh, to have to. It's an option. It is an option. Okay. Yeah, I'll bet racing stripes, an electric car, mm, <laughs> in British racing green, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> how much was Actually, the car? If I can tell you a funny story about Please. that, this is sure. an ecologically sound car, zero emissions, you know, green, so on and so forth. It doesn't come in green. <laughs> yeah, that does seem odd, doesn't it? Yeah. And your your color of yours is what? Red. Red. Oh, oh yeah, not noticeable at all. No, no, uh, low yeah. profile. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, that is, and how much does the car sell for? Um, with the uh, the option package, uh, basically, it was about thirty four seven before all the various rebates. And why this car over the Volt? Um, a, a number of reasons. I, I drove the Volt a number of times, just like I drove the Leaf a, a number of times. The biggest reason for me was uh, the practical range of, of the Volt on electricity is, and this has been proven out by people who have them now, is anywhere from about 30 to 35, 36 miles, something like that. Uh, my round-trip commute to most of the places I go is longer than that. I would spend probably at least a third of my trip every day on gas, mm-hmm. which kind of defeats the, the, whole, the whole purpose. Um, it's also a much more expensive vehicle, comparably equipped. It's nearly $10,000 more. Um, there are some uh, limitations because it's technically considered to be a plug-in hybrid in terms of, of carpool stickers and um, uh, free parking stickers, what they call the zero-emission vehicle uh, parking stickers, what mm-hmm. have you, that it doesn't qualify for, that the LEAF did. So crunching all those numbers, this was just a better deal for me. Interesting. Uh, very, very cool. We'll have to check back with Tom in a few months and see. So you've had it just about a month now. Um, about two months. Yeah. And how long is the waiting list to get the car? They, uh, right now, actually, the, the waiting list is closed. They closed it a while ago, but the Nissan just announced that they're going to reopen the, the uh, waiting list May 1st. My guess is probably anyone ordering at that point would be looking at like around the end of the year, early next year. Uh, I just got a tweet from uh, one of our listeners, Tom Ruman, uh, El Chorizo. He wants to know, um, when will there be a more affordable electric car? you have any thoughts about this? Because a lot of people can't spend 35000 on a car. Um, actually, uh, Mitsubishi just announced um, their new electric car, the IEV, I believe it's called, which is um, somewhat cheaper. It's like around 26. It's 26, smaller, then. obviously, uh, uh, with less features than the Leaf, but it's considerably less expensive and has about the same range. So... Um, and then there's the Ford uh, electric vehicle that's coming out next year. There's a lot of people bringing things out, so um, I think you're going to see the prices dropping. Plus, 
the main cost, obviously, is, is the battery technology. That's what you're paying for. And let's talk about that. How long does the battery last, and how much does it cost? Um, in terms of what it lasts, uh, you know, no one knows at this point. All I can do is quote the, the figures that Nissan has given us. They're mm-hmm. expecting the battery capacity to decrease by about 1% to 2% per year. Per year. So that would mean in, in 20 years, let's say, let's take the upper thing, you'd have 20% less capacity than you have now. Hmm. And, and what is the cost to replace one? No one is saying because obviously you know, five or yet. ten years from now it's going to be far, far cheaper than it is today right. because the cost is only going to go down. Interesting. Marcia, any questions about anything else on electric cars you want to know? <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, it's going to be a while before I, I – I don't know that I will probably have an electric car. I, I'm I'm big, big fan of the internal combustion engine. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> you know, I, I love my CTS. I love, you know, I love my Corvette. Uh, you know, those cars really uh, get me going, so I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting. I've owned Corvettes, I've owned Porsches, I've owned all kinds of sports cars, and this is just a very different feeling. You, you, you approach it from a completely different level, and one of the things that's, that's so interesting about the car to me is being so incredibly smooth and quiet. Um, you know, I almost say you know, at lower speed it's almost tune-like. It's so quiet and vibration-free. It just imparts a whole different feeling. You just... You know, I, I love to go really fast in a Corvette and a Porsche, but I also just absolutely love driving this, and it always brings a smile to my face and just kind of makes me feel kind of serene. It's yeah. a whole whole different uh, feeling. I think it's cool. I'm waiting for a flying car. Yeah, yeah you the, and me both. Yeah, I want my Jetsons car. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, let me ask you about, you know, I have like 27 weather apps on my iPad, on my iPhone. And, you know, everyone's different. Everyone Are you going to tell me that he has one of those home no, weather stations app, that I can well, no, no, no the home weather stations that we can find on uh, Weather Underground. His is Are a little more sophisticated, people? probably. Tom, what about your weather station? Uh, yeah, I've I've had a home weather station that I've had now for about eleven years, and it's on Weather Underground, but it's also about on a dozen different sites. It also has its own uh, web page. A lot of people, the National Weather Service, pull historical data from it. Uh, mariners use it. Um, in uh, the last. 11 years or so, it's had uh, under just a little under 300,000 hits and probably about uh, 90,000 users. And you you do this every day, or what do you do on, to get the data up there? It's it, it's on 24-7. It's, it's running on its own uh, little uh, server, and um, basically um, I have a, a weather station up on the roof that pulls all the information. I even have solar sensors for solar radiation. I have... Um, uh, stuff for rain. I have stuff for ultraviolet, so I can monitor and predict, predict that. And the computer crunches it and uploads it to the web page and sends it all to all these other services every three seconds. Yeah, Marcia, got a lot. I mean, he's got everything on there: dry, current temperature. I know. I very You're much like, oh, admire those because I'm very familiar with the home weather stations, and I think it's so cool. I sometimes wish I had one, but you know, it, it was actually kind of fun. About a year or so ago, I got an email from a lawyer. Who was who was involved in some kind of a traffic accident in Granada Hills, and he wanted to know, can you tell me exactly what the weather conditions were and the rain and everything at this huh. particular time on a particular date? And of course, I had it in my archives, and I sent him the information. He says, "Fantastic, that's exactly what I needed." Isn't that one? Now you're an expert witness. I hope you got paid for it. Uh, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Hey, lastly, uh, tell us about your your work with the Coast Guard, and I know that you have some uh, different things you do with the Coast Guard. Um, yeah, I'm actually, as is Linda, in the uh, Coast Guard Auxiliary, 
And, in fact, our boat is a uh, operational facility for them. And basically what we do is a variety of things. We do such things as uh, verify all the aids of navigation, make sure they're operating properly on, on station. Uh, we do search and rescue. We uh, do vessel safety checks for uh, private uh, vessels to make sure that they meet all the Coast Guard requirements and are safe. Uh, we do training. We do operations uh, with the Coast Guard. As a matter of fact, this list last weekend, um, we were providing all the logistics support for the uh, Coast Guard entry into Baker to Vegas uh, foot race from Baker to Las Vegas. Yeah, I, and Tom's got this really cool captain's hat. <laughs> it's actually a Greek fisherman's cap. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Being Greek, it's the only thing that looks good on me. There you go. And how do they? How do people get to your weather page? Uh, weather page is very simple. The the URL is ghweather.org. Ghweather.org. I, Marcia, he's a really smart guy. I don't like to tell him that, but he's a really <laughs> smart guy. Uh, oh, Mark, you could be ha- you could be that smart if it wasn't for all the ADD going. Yeah, on. no kidding. Hey, Tom, <laughs> thank you so much. We really appreciate all the info. Uh, we got to have you back in a few months to see how it's going with the leaf. My pleasure. I'd love to be back and give you an update. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Uh, yeah, just fascinating stuff. You know, Marcia, I um, I have just finished. It's not running yet, but I just put solar energy in my house. I have all I have 64 panels on the roof of the house. Fascinating. Okay, uh, you got 64 solar panels on the roof of your house. Yep, correct. Now this is going to power the electricity in your home, which you use so much of, right? Correct, correct. Now, it's, how much does this cost to in, to buy and install? Well, it's interesting. I didn't have to pay it at all to the company i lease it from them and they do the calculations out and my average uh, southern california edison bill runs about five to six hundred dollars a month we have a good sized house we use a lot of electricity so it um would normally run us about five or six hundred a month so you the lease is about four hundred dollars a month and then my electric bill will be about fifty to seventy five dollars a month so it's not like I'm going to go out there roaringly and save thousands each month. But what's going to happen is I have fixed in my electric cost now. So regardless of what the cost of the electricity becomes between now and the next 25 years, it's going to remain the same for me. And the interesting thing is once the system gets running, which will be in the next probably week or so, it, the meter will spin backwards when I have too much energy and it will go back to Southern California Edison. And this is all Do conjun- they give you... Do they give you dollar credit for the energy you send back they, to them? I, they don't give you money, but they bank your energy. So it goes back in your bank, and then it, you know you may have months where you have no electric bill at all. And uh, and I don't know yet. I'll have to keep everybody posted as this goes along over the next uh, year or so to find out what is you know how it's going to work and what's going to happen. But it's a very interesting way of doing it. The, the okay, so you're leasing technically for four hundred dollars a month for how long? Uh, for twenty years. At the end mm-hmm. of the twenty years, there's like a balloon payment that they claim at the end of the twenty years you will probably not have to pay because it'll be twenty year old equipment at that point, and it's got a life of about thirty years in it. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's fascinating. Now, do you have to maintain this yourself? They maintain it all themselves. They do all the the maintenance and repairs, and it's guaranteed for life. So if anything goes wrong with it, they fix it. They have a a guy who comes out and cleans it. Yeah, they they do all that stuff. I don't know. You know, as I say, we don't have that experience yet, but we're going to, and it's going to be fascinating to see. So I'll keep you posted as to how my electric bills are going over the next couple of months. We'll see how it works. We'll be right back. Great stuff ahead. Don't go away. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, worldwide leader in Internet talk.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Attention online sellers, introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Navy Mutual Aid Association has been serving military and their families since 1879, and we've come a long way. Our products include insurance and annuities with no sales commissions or loads to pay. At NavyMutual.org, you may obtain a quote and apply for the insurance right online. Navy Mutual is a nonprofit veteran service organization, not a commercial insurance company. Coverage is available to you and your family if you are serving on active duty or retired from the sea services. NavyMutual.org, insuring those who serve. Introducing NoMoreWebmasters.com. No middleman, no expensive fees to pay. Build your own website choosing from over a 100 templates, even if you've never built a website in your life. Reserve your own domain name for only $7.85 for one year. If you want NoMoreWebmasters.com to host your site, hosting for a basic five-page website is only $4.95 per month. Log on now to NoMoreWebmasters.com, your one-stop shopping on the Internet place. Attention eBay sellers. Are you protecting your feedback ratings? Protect yourself from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bitter warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Regain control over the selling process with bitter warning by knowing your bidder before it's too late. Negative feedbacks can hurt your eBay business on many levels. It reduces your appeal to potential customers, and it reduces revenue from eBay directly by lowering your monthly seller discount. Use bitter warning to regain the power to protect yourself from these bad apples who will intentionally try to harm or threaten your business. Bitter warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bitterwarning.com. Get a free two-week trial by using promo code WSRadio at bitterwarning.com. Bitter warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. <laughs> 